Thank you, thank you guys for coming. Um, thanks for learning together with us. So this is the second uh, second shear that we'll do. Last week we did uh, one uh, one emanation from the Valshemta of of, uh, of Beis uh, Kamarna. So this week uh, this week I want to talk a little bit about Beis Biala, and uh, I guess I'll start with a little bit of a story. A friend of mine, a friend of mine and I were uh, both finishing su- summer programs in Israel. I was a counselor on TVI. And uh, he was on another program. He was with Mechina from YU. And we decided to extend our tickets. And we spent, uh, we spent another month in Eretz Yisrael. We didn't really go back to uh, miss the first week of classes and whatever. And we learned in Yeshiva Space Yosef uh, in Tzfas. Um, it's a Hezda Yeshiva. It's right on top of the Ari, the Ashkenazi Arishal. And, uh, and we called him up and we said, you know, like, uh, we'd like to learn in your Yeshiva. We'd like to we'd like to learn together to you guys. Hey, uh, there's source there's sheets over here. There you go. I guess we'll put them over here. Um, and uh, we ended up learning there. They said if you help us out in the garden of the yeshiva, so if you help us out in the garden, you can uh, you could come learn with us. So we so we went to um, we went to the yeshiva and we spent uh, spent the glorious month in Sfas. And the Rosh yeshiva is Ravayal Yakovovich. This amazing person. Uh, and I noticed that he was davening with this big white sitter and davening there is very long pretty much regular weekday davening is like hour plus and I noticed everybody else in the yeshiva had the same sitter also so we asked like what's going on with this sitter and we wanted to find out like why does everybody have this sitter so we asked somebody he says oh this is the sitter of the Chalkas Yeshua and he looked inside the sitter and first of all just to get to davening there's like 40 pages of Divrei Torah and preparations and then another thing that strikes you about the sitter is that there's an animamin uh, before every single sh- before and after every single Shmon Esrei well after every single Shmon Esrei an animamin has like 15 items and like one of the items in the animamin is like animamin b'muna shleima shkol divrei toros habesh tu emes v'cholat tzadikim emamitim v'harajvi and the arizal that's an animamin and then you also notice that there's like entire section called Seder Ayom which has like Hanhagas and Minhagim for example not to look in a mirror there's a couple of pages on not looking into mirrors uh, another couple of preparations on how to have a Kufnaki before davening and everything the preparation for davening section is massive and another thing that you notice is that the Nusuch has changed in a number of places and uh, there's words added on and then also you notice that there's Shilav Hashem so just like in a Sephardic Seder in Edo to Mizrach so when there's Yitke Vavkei so Shem Avaya, so it's extended and has a Lukim inside. Ad Shem Atnas inside of it also. Shilav Hashem everywhere. And I was like, wow, this Siddur has a lot going on. And I got to get myself on these Siddur. And I got it. And the more that I started davening with this Siddur, first of all, you feel, uh, it feels special to have your own personal Siddur to daven from. And that's maybe a little bit different than what other people have. And then there's also this uh, notion, there's also this notion of like, every word of tefillah is Mishulav Adivri Chasidus. And the words of the Baal Shem Tov and different tzaddikim from Beis Biala. So that was the first entry that I had. And part of me was, uh, I have to learn more about, uh, I have to learn more about who these tzaddikim are. And, uh, and I, the more I bought the Sfarim, the more I realized I don't know anything. And it seemed more and more complicated because this one is related to this one, and this one's not related. And there's more and more Sfarim that come out. And uh, so I said that maybe for, for in preparation for this year, and really for my own self-edification as well, so I would try and learn a little bit about what, uh, what Beis Biala is. And uh, the things that came out in the past, uh, past weeks preparing for this is that there's niflos. There's absolute, it's just absolutely, uh, it's incredible what Biala stands for, uh, the uniqueness of Biala, and, uh, and what Biala is today, that hopefully we'll get to at the end of this year. So I want to start off with Divrei Akdama. And uh, to talk about, I know we mentioned it a little bit last week, we talked about uh, speaking of the Shvachos of Tzadikim, is like you're, is like you're building the Samikta still in time of Bein uh, Amitzarim. So I want to talk a little bit more about being Masapir B'Shivchan Shel Tzadikim. So this comes from a sefer that I used in preparation called Sefer Meores Hagedol Beis Biala. Comes from Rav Avram Rottenberg, who's a Biala Chassan in Eretz Yisrael, and he it's a, he has about 500 pages of history, family history. Um, everything about the Shoshelis, everybody that they married, every connection, every Sefer, he prints documents, their passports, pictures, it's, it's unreal. It's on the Otsar Chachmuf, anybody wants to find it. So he opens up and he, uh, he has the following. Omnam, 
We're going to try a little bit, and what we're going to do today in this, uh, in this little talk, we're going to talk about the greatness of these tzaddikim. How they tried to serve Hashem, complete self-abnegation, completely giving over of themselves, and how, uh, how they gave of their bodies, and they, uh, and they depleted themselves in the service of the Jewish people. And this is the part that was poignant for me, so that we don't forget them. And they up on high will not forget us. Right? We know the Gemara Megillah talks about them. We mention Davar B'Shem Omer. We talk about the words that said you can say the Divrei Torah. So we know that when we when we do the Sif Soi Seim Davar Vos Bekever. So there's like an aspect of Tchia uh, that when we talk about such things that we that we that we bring those neshamas closer to this world and we're able to tap into a little bit to forge a connection. But this aspect of Kedeshul and Nishkacho. So many of the tzaddikim we're going to talk to tonight, I guess, could be categorized to me at least. Uh, as obscure, as uh, as maybe people that are are less consequential, Khalila for Jewish history, but there's something very redemptive about talking about people that maybe, uh, maybe at least for for me, I'm speaking for myself, that their names have never like I've never heard their names mentioned, and then you go and you dig into these people, you find out what a, a, immense Jews these were, and I was saying to a friend of mine on the way up here that uh, that you get a feeling sometimes that we know the classics. Right, classics of Torah literature, whether it's Sifrei Chassidus, Sifrei Musar, Sifrei Machshava, Kabbalah, or Halacha. So we know the classics, but then we don't recognize. Like you open up a note, there's eighty thousand svarim there. It's eight, like, and that that means thousands of mechabrim, thousands of people that wrote this, thousands of tzaddikim, and many of them for whatever for whatever reason, for whatever vicissitude of history, have been lost to history. So to, to be ma'or and to be maskir these people, so it's actually like a redemptive act. It brings them down to us, and we're, we're mentioning Torah from people, maybe their Torah hasn't been mentioned in a very long time. So that itself is, I think, uh, from a derech avod, I think that that's, very, uh, that's a very uh, incredible redemptive thing. He continues, he says, So when he refers to Admer, he's referring to uh, the Biala Rebbe, uh, really, what there's many Biala Rebbe's, which we'll get to at the end. But the Biala Rebbe of um, the Biala Rebbe of, of Biala Yerushalayim, Rabbi Simch Menachem Ben Sion Rabinovitz, who's the author of the Mavaser Tov. So that's the that's maybe I would say the most senior of the Biala Tzadikim. He's he's certainly the oldest of those Tzadikim that are alive today, and we'll get to him. So he says ki al Tzadikim. By going and speaking the praises and the shvachos of these tzaddikim, we're proving that their memories are not lost to history. Meitanu va'odam kayyamim b'seichenu, and is still is still within us. Yishal nuskashu simayim, and we have a connection to them. Va'yidei kain ma'orin schusam v'nuchalam shichashpaas magedolus. Whatever ashva, whatever influence that they had in the world during their lifetime and when they were pole and they were, when they were active, so we're able to go ahead and we're able to bring down this uh, this aspect of their Torah. And, 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 and we bring time we bring their time and connect it to ours and we were, were maskir right it's, it's as if we're saying did you know that there was a tzaddik the marshal milancha do you know that he that he served you for his entire life that he didn't move an etzba he didn't move a finger that wasn't kefir ratzin Hashem and, and not so many people talk about this tzaddik today so for us to mention that so, 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 so we say there was a Jew like that. So, so have rachamim, have their schusim tagin aleinu. I think that that's what we mean when we say that. When it's within us, so we should when we talk about these sadikim. So we really mean it when we say schusim tagin aleinu. That we hope because Hashem could say you could look at us and you could say, or look at me. You could say here's a dalmas. Here's somebody that doesn't do so much. But at least I know what to praise. At least I know what to ishkifi mahalala, right? The famous line from a footner, right? Your person is, is recognized by dint of who they praise. So by speaking out their praises, so, so we tap into their avot and we tap into their merits for us. And in the Ha'ara, he says over here, makam chiyuv. It's not just a nice thing to go ahead and do this, it's an obligation. Himself is Osik in the Shavach of Tzadikim. Hashem himself praises Tzadikim. And one that deals with learning about these Tzadikim is like dealing with the highest supernal mysteries of the world. It's not just a nice thing, it's a chiv, it's an obligation. 
Right? Especially we have a chiv to do this with people that didn't leave any legacy, with people that were cut down early. Because they're very hidden and they're distant from us. And it's a special mitzvah to reveal the aspect of the Torah that these tzaddikim expressed in their lifetimes. We add on another pan, another aspect of the Torah when we talk about them. Somebody that doesn't want to do this, so some might say, oh, you know, what are you wasting your time, spending your time learning, and you're going ahead and you're talking about shivchan shel tzaddikim, what are you wasting your time doing that? You should learn Gemara, you should spend your time doing something else. So the Bialar Rebbe says, current Bialar Rebbe says, that it's a good sign, somebody that's not osik shivchan shel tzaddikim, whether I'm being meshabeach, the tzaddikim from Beis Biala, whether I'm being meshabeach, uh, you know, the or whether I'm being meshabeach, uh, any tzaddikim, tzaddikim from, from Beis Brisk, so, so if somebody's not, if somebody's not uh, moved by that, so he says it's a good sign that they're probably not moved by learning Gemara either. So he says, Especially those that criticize, there's people that go ahead and have all sorts of uh, critical things to say about Tzadikim. It's a good sign of what they're holding in other areas of love. And he wrote, I want to extend this. The more that we struggle to understand them and their history and who they were, we recognize that we're only t- touching we're only touching like the, the hem of their of their of their kapatas and their skirts as we'll see we're going to talk about the, the tzadikot of this biyala we have to try our best to try and understand them and who they were so before we, we go ahead and do something anything I want to go ahead and turn you guys to the last page and, uh, and I, really because I was so confused about the Shoshella, so I, I took it upon myself to go ahead and just map it out for myself. So I just want to walk us through where Beis Biala comes from uh, and how it comes up really to, the ve- to, our, to our very day. So Shoshella's Biala starts like this. So you have the Baal Shem at the top, last page. You have the Baal Shem at the top, and the Baal Shem had his Talmud, Rav Dov Ver Magid of Mezrich. So the Magid spread out the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov and uh, to his Talmudim, and it began its exponential growth. Yevra Melech Milizhensk. And Rav Melch Mulejansk had four main Talmidim, but one of his main Talmidim was Rav Yaakov Yitzchak, the Chozim Lublin. Chozim Lublin was, was the epicenter of Hasidus in Poland and surrounded himself with different tzaddikim. And one of the major tzaddikim that were the Talmud of the Chozim Lublin was Rav Yaakov, Yosef, Rav Yaakov Yitzchak, Mi Prashishka. I see it, I, I was probably thinking of the Toldos, so I wrote Yaakov Yosef, but it's Yaakov Yitzchak. And he was called Yehudi Akadosh, according to some, some uh, stories, he was called Yehudi Akadosh. He got the title, the Yid Akadosh, because the Holy Jew, because they didn't want to call somebody by the name of their Rebbe. Right? His Rebbe, the Chose's name was Yaakov Yitzchak, and so was the, the Yid Akadosh, so they called him, the, they gave him a nickname. So this was his nickname. And he became known as the Yehudi Akadosh. So there was a, a, a split. Um, the Chose... Uh, the Chose split very famously from, from Yehudi HaKadosh. The Yehudi HaKadosh went and uh, went from being a Talmud and started his own Chatzar and surrounded himself with a different kind of avod. Instead of gathering a- as many people as possible, the Yehudi HaKadosh went ahead and gathered really Mitsuyanim around him and tried to advocate for uh, a less miracle-centric, miracle-focused, uh, and, and what we would say, scholars would say, an ecstatic kind of Hasidus. And he tried to go ahead and have a more intellectual, rational side of Hasidus to the people that gathered around him. And that caused the split between himself and the Chose. But that's uh, Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Mipreshizcha, the Yudi HaKadosh. His last name was Rabinovich. So he's really the first, he's the ancestor, Rabinovich. He's the ancestor of all the tzaddikim from Beis Biala. And he had two main Talmidim. He had his son, Rav Yirachmiya Rabinovich of Preshizcha. And his other main Talmid is Rav Simcha Bunim. Simcha Bunim, most of the most of the Hasidim followed Rav Simcha Bunim. And from there we have Beis Gor, we have the Katzke Rebbe, we have Ishbitz and, uh, and Radzin come from that. That's one side. And then there's the total other side of uh, Rav Yerachmiel Rabinovich of Rashizcha. So this is really the beginning. Rav Yerachmiel uh, had uh, a son, Rav Nassim David Rabinovich Mishid Lavtza. You guys see what I'm holding in the... Yeah? yeah. Rav Nassim David uh, Mishid Lavtza. And uh, when he was born, his sandik was his grandfather, the Yid HaKadosh. And the Yid HaKadosh said to everybody, Halachem Navi Umelech. 
here you have a Navi and Melech. The Navi is Nasna Navi, and the Melech is David. And uh, that comes from Sirach Sarfei Kodesh, which is a collection of sayings of all the tzaddikim. And he had a sister, Maraschaya Masha, and she was married. She was the first wife of Rav Melech Migrajinsk, who is notable, besides being a tzaddik in his own right, he's also the father of the Ish Kodesh. So, so he's the father. Of, so that's already the first connection. And, uh, and I'll explain why I think these connections, besides being a nice thing, I think are actually quite significant for understanding the Allah. So Rav Nassim David Mishidlavta has, uh, he has four sons and a daughter. His daughter is ma- starting from the right, Mara Sarayuta. She married Rav Yecheskel Mikojmir, great tzaddik in his own right. The next son, the oldest son, was Rav Tzemach Baruch Mishidlavta. The next was Rav Pinchas Mikinsk. And then, if you look at the last two, the first one is Rishaga Yair Mibial Berzig, and he wrote a sefer called Aron Edos. Aron Edos is a beautiful sefer of, uh, of, of Divrei Torah. Pretty much every single Divrei Torah is either Nutrikan or Gematria. It uses Rashi Tevos or Gematria. It's all Remez. Very, very beautiful sefer. The Aron Edos, if you go underneath him, the Aron Edos dies in 1911. He had two sons, Rav Chaim Yisrael Shalom Yekusil Mishid Lavtza, and then Rav Nasan David, uh, who married the daughter, who married, uh, who, whose daughter married the Mincha Salazar. They were both killed by the Nazis, Machshmam, and that was the end of Beis Bialberzig, and it stopped right there. So that's an entire Shoshelis that was basically wiped out. And then the last son, which is the, basically the founder of Biala, is Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Rabinovich Mi Biala. So Rav Yaakov, Rav, Rav Yaakov Yitzchak. Yeah, it's the Munkach Minchas Lazar. In fact, we'll find, uh, we'll find as we go down that the, the current Munkach Rebbe, the current Munkach Rebbe actually is uh, his father. His father was Rabinovich, comes from Biala. So, so you actually have one of the Biala Einerkloch ended up becoming the Munkach Rebbe because the, the Minchas Elazar the Minchas Elazar didn't uh, have a son that was Mamali Makomo so his son-in-law his son-in-law ended up becoming the Munkach Rebbe so, so again if you're, if, you're, if you're holding so we find we're touching upon so many different houses of Hasidus there's so many different ancillary uh, uh, ancillary tr- uh, trees of Hasidim that connect but let's continue. So Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Rabinovich of Biala marries the daughter of Rav Yeshua Mi Ostrava. So I, I, I brought just as an example because uh, it's just important to see what comes out of Biala. So this is the Toldos Adam. The Toldos Adam is, is, the, is authored by the father-in-law of the founder of the Biala dynasty. Toldos Adam is Rav Yeshua Mi Ostrava. And, uh, and Rav Yaakov Yitzchak is his son-in-law. He authored two svarim, two main svarim, the Baal Divrebina and Yishrei Lev on Shabbos. He lives from 1847 to 1905. Moving along, because I want to continue uh, beyond, beyond this, but the, I think it's very important to follow this in order to understand. Where are you holding right now? Right, right. So right now, right now we're at this part. I probably should have gotten, like, I need, like, a smart board for this stuff. <clears throat> we're right over here. <clears throat> okay, so he has, he has also four sons and a daughter okay so the four sons starting again all the way on the right Ravnas and David mi Partseva Ravnas and David of Partseva uh, marries Leah Rezel who's the daughter of Rav Yaakov Yechiel of Koshnitz so he marries the granddaughter uh, of the Koshnitz or Magid and his son if you look right under him his son Rav Baruch Yeshu Yerachmiel Rabinovich ends up becoming the Admar Mimunkach I'll just say a few words on him because he is as I was looking through we could have spent the entire show talking about him he's an unbelievable figure he becomes the Rebbe the, Munkacher, the Mincha Salazar dies before the Holocaust and his son-in-law takes over the Munkacher Hasidus and uh, if you want to read more about this I forgot the name uh, whether it's Sarna one of, the, uh, one of the historians actually had a book about Hasidic dynasties coming to America and he has a whole section on him uh, after the Holocaust um, he basically he ends up in Sao Paulo, Brazil. He uh, he basically uh, rejects the fierce anti-Zionism of uh, of his father-in-law. The the Balmin Chasalazar, uh, unfortunately, I mean I say unfortunately I can't understand, but he he says incredibly harsh things about Rav Cook and about Zionism as well. Avodazara, Sitcha Achra. Uh, maybe people like to point to Satmar as really the, the locus for, for Hasidic anti-Zionism. Munkach is just as fierce, maybe even more fierce. And uh, his son-in-law ends up moving to Sao Paulo. 
<coughs> basically rejects the Admaras and uh, ends up coming back to Eretz Yisrael and he becomes the chief rabbi of Cholon. Um, he is, uh, he, there's, I, I, I tweet out a picture of him together with Israeli soldiers in the Sinai and uh, he, didn't, he, he didn't continue as the Admar to the great consternation of, uh, of Munkacher Hasidim. His son-in-law, is, his, his son is the current Munkacher Rebbe. If anybody goes for like the Simchas Pesach Shoeva, the one that wears the white kapatot, so that's his son. So his son is a grandson of Rav Nassim Davimi Parzava. The next, uh, the next brother, the next brother, is uh, Rav Meir Shlomo Yehuda of Mezrich. He's the author of the Zichron Mishle, uh, which is an acronym of his name. He a beautiful safer in his own right. The next is Rav Avram Yeshua Heshel Milublin. Uh, he married the granddaughter of the Chidush Arim, and he's the author of the Baal Yeshua Savram. The next brother is Rav Yerachmiel Tzvi Mishadlitz, and he marries Maras Chava, who's the daughter of the Rebbe Mi'ozhra, Rav Ari Yehuda Lev of Ozhrav. Before we get to them, there's a sister, Sara Matala, who basically uh, was Noheges like in Admoras. We'll talk about her in this year, but she basically was a tzaddik in her own right. She had a number of Hasidim that would gather around her. Uh, she, would get, she would receive kvitloch, and she would uh, answer kvitloch. She would daven. Um, pretty uh, pretty in, incredible, uh, but she's not, even, she's not even the most... She's unbelievable in her own right. She's not even the most, uh, I would say, this stuff is out there because it's shocking to sort of find this and it's incredible to find it. But they have, uh, they have a son, Rav Yechiel Yoshua Rabinovich, and that's the Chalkas Yaakov. So we're right over here. That, sorry, that's the Chalkas Yoshua. The Chalkas Yoshua is the last Admor to be in Biala, and he dies in 1981. He has four sons also. Before we get to his sons, he had a sister, Maras Perala, Hashem Yukom Dama, who also led a group of women. Uh, she started a yeshiva in the Vilna ghetto. She would wear tzitzis, apparently. She would receive kvitloch, and, uh, and she would give shiurim. And they said that the women that were part of her chabura, so they would go around, they had their own special tilim that had, uh, had beautiful lines. Ritzonenu rak la'avodas avodas haborei, anachnu makdishim kol ha'atznusenu la'kadosh baruchu. Women that were true balos avoda. She was the leader of them. She married Rishloma Alter of Koydenov. Uh, and they were both killed. They were both killed by the Nazis. So that, uh, so she was an incredible figure in her own right. But now going down to the last line, and then we'll go back to the beginning. But now we have a sense of of, of what kind of a family we're talking about, and uh, and and the development of the Hasidus. The uh, the the Chalkas Yeshua also has four sons. There's Rirachmiel starting again on the right. Rirachmiel Tzvi Yehuda Rabinovich. So his son, uh, Rav Simcha Ben Sion Yitzchak, is the author of the famous Piskei Chuvos. Um, if you look in the first volume, you don't have it here. If you look in the first volume, there's Askama uh, from, the, uh, from the current Biala Rebbe as well. And there's another seven sons as well. All of them different Biala Rebbe's, Biala Ramas Aaron, Biala, uh, Biala in Harnov, Biala in Bnei Brak. So they all continue the Biala line and have chatzirs of their own. The next, uh, the next brother is Rav David Matisio, Rav Duvcha, who's the Baal Lavas David. He dies in 1997. His son is a Biala Rebbe that I've been Zoha to, uh, to, to meet. And to sit at his table, he has. Uh, they built the base medrash now on the east side of Manhattan. A, a, a massive tzaddik, and uh, and also a person of uh, of of a personality uh, very. I don't know what's the right word, Isaac. I mean, like a magnetic personality, really uh, incredibly forceful personality, and the tzaddik, and uh, that's Rav Avram Yerachmiel Rabinovich, who's the Bial of, of, of the Admor of Biala Ostrova in Yerushalayim. There's another four brothers. The next one is Rav Yaakov Yitzchak, the Admor Biala Ramas Aaron, and the last is Rav Bitzal Simcha Menachem Ben Sion, who's the author of the Mavaser Tov, who is like the Zakin of Admore Biala nowadays. So that's the Shosheles, and he was before that the Rav of Biala Lugano. He was in. So Ostrava comes if you go a few generations. So his grandfather, so his great grandfather, the, the Baldevrei Bina, his father-in-law, the author of the Toldos Adam, was Rav Yishumi Ostrava. So they basically they brought down the name to continue to continue that Shoshelis as well, right? So so that's uh, so that's uh, that's basically the entire Shoshelis. Hi. Is there any bloodline within all Hasidic dynasties as prevalent as the Alad? Is there any? Like bloodline. So, so maybe we'll start out. Maybe we'll start out in earnest. The part of our shir 
uh, I've noticed, and I'll answer your question like this, I've noticed four specific things that I think make Biala very special. The first thing is that you constantly see the exponential growth of the generations, that you have more and more concentric circles of tzaddikim, and we're going to see one of the instructions of the Divrei Bina to his sons was that chasidus and having a chatzar and having a court is not about gathering as many, tzaddi- as many people to you as possible or being as big as possible. It's about everybody following their own path. And he said to each of them, he said, nobody is going to be mam sheikh darki. Everybody's going to go ahead and they're going to start and they're going to spread out and start their own thing. No competition, no fighting between brothers. Unfortunately, we see that sometimes as a, as a Rebbe will have, a tzaddik will have two children or more and they'll duke it out for who's going to be able to be mam sheikh derech. The, the derech of Biala in every generation was to go ahead and to spread out the Hasidus as much as possible without a daga, without concern for how big the chatzah was going to be and for how many Hasidim there were going to be. So you find this exponential growth and also the brothers, uh, they say that the sons, the sons of Nas and David, they said that the, the Mamad, after Rav Nassim David of, of, of uh, a Shidlov, so when he passed away, all of his sons would go and they would fear Tish together. All these tzaddikim would fear Tish, and they, would, they, they all were there to support each other, so there's this love of brothers. So one of the first mafianim is that, is the complete non-competition, and, and therefore we find this, this sense, I'm not sure if it's exactly connected, but we have today Bnei Acharben that carried the same last name, Rabinovich, as the Yidak Kaddish, that goes directly up. That's the first thing that I think is incredible. So it's, it's, it just grows exponentially of tzaddikim in every generation. And, uh, if, I mean, the Sefer is beautiful. All the Sfarim of Diala are beautiful. They have a beautiful publishing house uh, that's, that does an amazing job. And they print out the Sfarim for each of these tzaddikim. So there's a, a whole library of Biala Sfarim that come from all these different tzaddikim. The next thing that I think is unique about Biala is that it is, uh, it is, as you saw, it is a common thread. It is almost like the most authentic, I would say, if I were to be marchik leches a little bit, I would say that Piala, my, from what I'm seeing, nobody gets shot in the Baal Shem Tov, and nobody is more consistently connected to the Baal Shem Tov through all the generations than base Piala. You could open up certain uh, works from certain different, uh, different dynasties of tzaddikim, and by a certain point, they're almost not quoting the Baal Shem Tov in the circle of the Baal Shem Tov anymore. Right? Biala consistently is always drawing the line back to the Baal Shem Tov, where they come from, because the connection is so haduk, and they've, they cut this path through Polish chasidus that all the other families are connected to them, whether it's through Kesher Nisuin, or whether it's through having the same Rebbe's, and, and they, they, they're like this authentic path of, of, uh, of Polish chasidus, and I think that that also lends this air to Biala Biala, has the, it's hard to express, but there's almost like this kind of confidence, there's almost this kind of ease with Hasidus and Derech Lebal Shem because, because, of, the, because of how, how clear their line is and how clearly connected they are to the Kadmonim. So there's something, and then the third thing that I would say also is, um, is that another mafin, so meaning part of the second thing is that they touch upon all these things. You have, you have the Piazetz, you have the Minchas, you have the Minchas Laz, you have Munkach, you have Kuzmir, you have Azhrav, you have, you have Kajnitz, you have, um, you have uh, also, uh, you have, uh, I'm trying to remember, you have even Kamarna is connected. Uh, the daughter of Rivyakomosh of Kamarna marries, marries one of the children of, of uh, marries one of the children. I'll tell you who it was. She, Rav Baruch Yoshui Rachmiel, uh, is, is married to the daughter of the Mincha Salazar, who is the granddaughter of Rav Yaakov, uh, who's the great-granddaughter of the Damesek Eliezer of Kamarna. So again, all these connections. Uh, and when I say Pashtas, I mean that Bial, if you look in their Sfarim, they're quoting from everybody. And the idea is to give, not as simple as a bad word here, but to give clear chasidus. Not, they're not necessarily Osek Benestaros Larov, it's clear chasidus to their followers in a way that could be easily understood. And, and uh, the last thing that we'll see in a moment is that is that uh, Bial is always connected to, to, low, to the lowest people. Let's take a look in the next page and, and we'll find out what I mean by that. Okay, source number two. This is again in the Akhtama. Yisoda Yisodos. What's the main thing that the rabbis of Biala tried to instill in their in their in their Hasidim? The way of Biala Hasidus was Shvelus. They were not so big. Anava, modesty and humility, and Hester Dover in hiding themselves. Rav Yerachmiel, who is the son of the uh, Rav Yerachmiel, is the son 
of, of the Yid HaKadosh. And really, the first person, not the founder of the dynasty, it took him 14 years before they convinced him to become the, uh, to, to be to be, Noeg Admoros, to be to start a Chatzar. It took him 14 years. The Marshal Milanshna, basically, who was also a Talmud of the Chose, said that Rajvi was in the cave for 13 years, and, uh, and Rav Yerachmiel, it took him 14 years to hide. So in this respect, he hid himself more than Rajvi did. So it's Hester Dover, it's hiding themselves. They were not looking for people. Many of them that were tremendous ke'onim, and nobody knew about it. They would make themselves as if we don't know anything. They, weren't need, they didn't need to stunt on anybody. Many of them didn't even want rejected. Having Rabbanusim to be an Abbas Rakbarchulios Milamde Tinokos. They wanted to be Milamde Tinokos, they wanted to teach young children. That is the Ma'afiyin. If you're looking for the central Ma'afiyin, the central defining factor of these Tzadikim, it's this notion. This is what the Balma Vasato says about Tzadikim from Beis Biala. If you look in the next, uh, the next source, so we have from Roshlobo Leib Milansha, who is the father of the Toldus Adam, the father of uh, Rav Yishomi Ostravas, so therefore he's the, uh, I guess, the grandfather-in-law of the founder of the Biala dynasty. So he says the following, Why were his chasidim, and subsequently the chasidim of his son and, and his son-in-law, why were all of his chasidim of broken hearts and of low spirits, Admod, he answered him. Don't you know that my people are from the 400 people that went together with Davin HaMelech? What's he referring to? The people that gathered around David HaMelech in the beginning were people that were in distress, in debt, and discontented, and broken. These were the people that Hibadavka wanted to surround himself with and to raise up and to raise them up. And, and I could say this isn't just Torah, but I've seen, I've seen, I've seen nowadays from, from the outside. I, I, I struggle with this concept of, of Bittal that I see with other people that are able to, to have to tzaddikim. But, but when I've seen the Biala Rebbe that I've seen, the people that surround him, he is, he is there to repair hearts. He is there to, to each person according to their own needs and according to their own soul. And not a, a one-size-fits-all kind of people. Everybody's spiritual needs are unique. This is the way that he interacted with them, with the comfortability around brokenheartedness. Comfortability around people that are that are down down and out. Says these are my these are my chasidim. On the other side, So the father-in-law of Yaakov Yitzchak dies. So he chose his plot. Some tzaddikim choose to be buried in an oil or only next to certain people, and certainly there were other tzaddikim based Biala. One of them has in his tzava that nobody should have ever been buried around him from Dalit Amos. But the Toldus Adam, Toldus Adam, listen to this. So he says that the place that I'm going to be buried is going to be where the children were buried. Children that never passed away and that, that, didn't, that weren't able to lead full lives. So there's a, a, a section, a chalka in the cemetery for them. So that's where the Toldus Adam wanted to be buried. He said, I want to be next to the Tinoka Shabbos Rabbim. That's, 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 where be, that's where this feeling of Biala comes from. So that's where he was buried in the Beis Achaim. Unfortunately, I think, I think it's this one, this, this Beis Achaim, the cemetery is totally razed by the Nazis. So there's no place anymore. Next one. So what happens after the Baldivre Bina? And again, if you could reference the, the last page if you want. After the Baldivre Bina dies, what happens with the continuation of, of Bial? And this is the second aspect that I was talking about, which you guys noticed with the, with the, ex, the exponential growth of the Tzadikim and how the Shoshalas develops one from the other. He says, Ritzavaso. In his ethical will, in the continuation of the Chatzar, this is what he says in his Tzavah. I'm telling my children, I'm commanding them, any jealousy, any hatred, any competition between them, they should toss out the window. And they should love one another. Everything comes from Everything. And over here, he's obviously alluding to, to who's going to be Makabal Nesiyas, who's going to go ahead and who's going to lead the tzaddikim 
all comes from Kaddish Baruch Hu. Vlalos katlusam adbias inon bedori sharim yivorach, and 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 to to wait, Mashiach will come, and to live like this until until Mashiach comes. Vacharshanu yishona. And if they don't go into business, and there's people that accept their master, their mastery over them, they should be doing to live in different cities. And the one that's going to stay in Biala, in my place, that will be, we'll cast lots for that. There's no favoritism, there's no sense of like, this is going to be the Miyaseid. The, 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 that's, that's what we, uh, that's what we see with, that's what we see with these, um, that's what we see with these tzaddikim. Vachin la'achir istakuso devkoah chasidim v'banav akedoshim. Chasidim went to all these these children. V'chol arba sa'achim akedoshim inigo edos v'kirvos libos b'nei Yisrael avim shvash ma'im. Each one of his sons went ahead and 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 gathered people and brought them closer. Kadosh Baruch Hu. Achasidim yikorinos mederach melitza arbas ragli amerkava. The chasidim would call these four sons the four the four pedestals of the Merkava, like a Kodesh Baruch Hu's supernal throne and Shamaim. So these were the four Hasidim that they all stood and upheld their side. Continuing on. And uh, I'm conscious of time, and I'm going to make sure everybody's time is, uh, is uh, you guys work hard. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be conscious of everything. So, so my, brother, my brother said to me that, Osio, that Biala is Osio Seina Davar Taloi Elabi. So if you look at the, at, the last, at the last line over here, uh, well, let's read quickly because I don't. I want to move on to other things. Aviyam Hakadosh Yishkir Rabbis Vichinucham VeAmat Tamid Al Hamishmar Laman Yigad Vichach Mitoras Hashem Yira Shamayim. He says Pam Achas Hayak Sherabeinu Rav Hakadosh MiMezrich VeAchiv Hakadosh Zecher Tzadik Levrach MiParzva Od Biyosim Yiladim Hayishneim Yoshim Yachta B'Shulchan Shabbos Kodesh Sheitz Laviyam Hakadosh. So these two brothers were sitting by their father, the Divrei Bina Vasu Shneim Kiddush, and they both made Kiddush. So the Zichra Mishle, so he had he had a better voice. He would sing it out very beautifully. So the parts of a Rav wasn't able to do that. How can we not learn from your brother how to make a proper Kiddush? When Yisarev Aviyim Skosi Genelil is about, the Rebina jumps into the conversation and says, "Al Tomer can give you now show a davar. Everything is totally in the way that their soul expresses itself." Everybody makes Kiddush according to the way that they know to make Kiddush and the way that they are as a person. Nobody should imitate. Anybody else is derech avoda. Kitzarich latais l'kol echad legodel ligdol kefinitias nafsho. Everybody must grow according to the proclivities of their soul. So I sent this to my brother after he mentioned this ena davar talei thing to me. I said, look, here you go, haraya, that this was the instruction about divrebina to his children. Ena davar talei your avodas Hashem. Your nesias, the way that you function as a tzaddik, the way that you function as a tzaddik is according to the to your to your own derech. Find your own derech. Don't conform to anybody else's derech. And that's what his sons did. They listened. Next one. So I mentioned about not just the tzaddikim, but the Nashim Sadkanios of Vais Biala. And what's very cool, and I talked about the comfortability of Biala, there's not only, there, I haven't found a single Biala Sefer that the beginning of the Sefer doesn't start with the dedication, Akdasha. The same way that you would see to great tzaddikim, speaking about uh, Beis Yaakov, Eluan Nashim, speaking about the women of Beis Biala also. Each of them express love for their mothers and wives in ways that are open, and I would say somewhat uh, unique in the way that people talk about such things. And in the Sefer that, uh, that, I, was, that I was reading in preparation this year, there's open discussion. So if you go to the last page, just to show you where she is, so Leah Rezel is the wife. If you look on the second of the lines over here, I feel terrible that it's so small. If you look in the second of the lines over here, Rav Leah Rezel marries Rav Nasan David Nipartseva. Okay, so that's the father of the person that became the Munkatcher of. So listen to what he says. Listen to what he says about his wife, his mother. She was a famous tzaddik. Her father-in-law, the Baldivrebina, says, In many letters to his son, he says, Remember we said that she, she, stems, she comes from Kajnitz. 
says, Being beautiful, being maflik, testified on her, said there was twice the story goes that she was uh, that she was sitting she was at the bris of one of her one of the nephews and she was seven years old and she said Tati who's, who's that man standing in the back he says there is no man standing in the back and then it happened again she was standing in another bris says I see the same man he says you've been zochet to two gile she, she had two that's what that's what Ravar Nechiel Mikoshnet says about her. If you have a super Vesefer Sipur in the flows, Migdol Yisrael, Haravinit Le'e Ishtosh of HaKadosh of Dovim Parts Vahaitala, and continues, says she had Gili Liyahu twice. Now we continue to source number seven. So this comes from Rav Yechiel, Maran Rav Yechiel, Yeshua Rabinovich, the Baal Chalkas Yeshua. So Chalkas Yeshua does, yeah. There's a special thing in there's a tradition that says that the Malach Abris that shows up is Pinchas, right? Pinchas, Malazar, Benar, Al-Koyin. That's announced before, and, we, and, uh, and uh, the tradition holds that Pinchas, Eliyahu, so that uh, we have Zuki, Seisholiyahu, that, uh, that we, we, we believe, or I try to believe, that Eliyahu and Navi shows up at every Bris Kodesh for Bnei Yisrael. So that's who, that's who she ostensibly saw. That's who she saw when she was there. So that's, that's Malach Abris. So for the Baal Yeshua, so besides having his beautiful Sidurim, I, I guess this is the point, I didn't put it in here, but like what's a beautiful thing in the Chalkas Yeshua? It's what makes it such an unbelievable thing to daven from? So like for example, before the Chadodi on Friday night, so there's a Halacha. What's the Halacha? The Halacha is, is that if the Chazan is singing, and especially if the Chazan has a bad voice, you sing, you sing along with the Chazan, and if you don't, so you Nishaya B'Nafsho. Why Nishaya B'Nafsho? Because the Gemara tells us that if you're Malbim Pei Chavir Berabim, it's So you have to go ahead and sing because you can't embarrass somebody that gets up to, to be a, to be a, a, a Baal Tefillah for everybody else. That's, that's like the kind of stuff that the sitter is interspersed with. I mean, how can you dive in with something else? It's a, it's a beautiful thing. I said this until people looked at me and were like, we just want to listen. Just want to listen. We don't want to be Chayev Misa on this. So, so he writes in his... Uh, so he writes... In Parshas Naso, the following, he says, "Od le Parshas Naso, source seven. Alpi Masha Shamati meimi morasi harabani tatzadeke sechrono levracha." So he's referring to his own mother. His own mother is Maraschava. Maraschava. This is daughter of Arihu the Lev of Azrav. So he's quoting his mother in his sefer, and he says, "Shamati meimi morasi harabani tatzadeke sechrono levracha shemargla bepuma." What did she say? Alpi bakasha v'tfila v'haser. So we, we dive in the Kodesh who take the Satan away from the beginning and the end of us. So before we go and learn and before we perform mitzvahs, the Yitzhahara, the Baldavar comes, and has all kinds of messages to us, don't do this mitzvah. And then what happens? So that's before you do the mitzvah, every excuse in the world to not do the mitzvah. Then you do the mitzvah, so what does it do? says, okay, you did the mitzvah, now feel great about yourself. Now feel really high on everything, right? Be misnase with this mitzvah. You're, you're so good, you davened. Right? You're so good, you learned. You're so good, you give tzedakah. Right? I know you didn't want to do it before, and you're, now you're so amazing. That's the sotum milfaninu miyachareinu, when we serve a kashvarchu. When we daven to Kashbarchu, take the Satan away from before and after. That the Satan shouldn't be present whether before we do the mitzvah or after we do the mitzvah period. When we deal with matters of Kedusha, it will be for us. So you should say, there's no Satan here. When I'm performing, when I'm performing, Mitzvahs when I'm learning Torah when I'm davening Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's all me. There's nobody else here. This is my kedusha. Satan. Anybody else is not going to be misariv in my kedusha. And if you look at the footnote here, Kvay Kedusha Sadmar Achelkes Yeshua says, Admar Schusi Again Aleinu Hifli Bezez Godi Diasab Sifrei Chasidus. She was apparently uh, a buck a bikiah in all of uh, in all of Sifrei Chasidus. So uh, continuing, and we'll finish uh, the shir with this uh, with the last uh, last few things, and and really. Uh, I, I just want to be Mitzayin. I know that uh, I know that uh, we didn't necessarily put in too many divrei Torah, 
from Beis and I think the reason is because the more that I was, I was expected to do like the last year, just do the Shoshalas, and then to go straight into Torah is because I think the history of the family itself is Torah. The history of the family itself is, is almost, I can't, uh, who am I to say, but if the Baal Shem Tov were to imagine a Shoshalas, if the Baal Shem Tov were to imagine a family that continues in the way of the Baal Shem Tov, it would be this family, it would be Biala, it would be the way that they go ahead and spread the words of the Baal Shem Tov, even to this very day, the Baal Mavase Tov quotes from everybody, and I highly recommend this forum. I, I, I had never opened it up until recently. They are unreal. And in each of them, the Baal Shem Tov is mentioned on every single page, which is not so common in Sifrei Chassidus nowadays from the big, big Chatseris. The Baal Shem Tov is mentioned every page. So, so the reason I left it out is because I want, I, my goal at least, my aim is for people to use the knowledge of the family and the kind of Chassidikin that we're talking about and what their derech was and to be able to go into the library of Biala on your own, or to daven with the library of Biala on your own, and, and understand where it's coming from, right? It's a, if you'll allow me, you know, the, the great scholar of Kabbalah, who basically invented the field of study of Kabbalah, Gershom Sholem said that uh, people are asking, why are you Osik in the biographical details? He says, it's impossible to understand spirituality without understanding biography. To understand where that spirituality comes from, who the people are that we're talking about in the text and the revelations that they're talking about, it is, it is almost bereft if, if we don't understand who the person expressing it is. That's, 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 so, that's, so I apologize if, 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 uh, if, if there was more expectation of Divrei Torah, but, but for me at least the, the history of the family itself is Torah. Is Torah. Uh, so the last thing that I want to talk about really, uh, I mentioned that it, we're not just talking about Sadiqim, but we're talking about Sadiqot also. So I wanted, I mentioned uh, Maris Devora Peril was the wife Roshalom Alta Perl of Koydenov. She was the daughter of your Rachmiel Tzvi, and she was the sister of the Chalkas Yoshua. So she held her own. She had brothers that were tzaddikim. She held her own. And uh, she started a base medrash for women in the ghetto of Vilna uh, during the, the Holocaust. So we're going to read the story of her yeshiva. Okay? So this comes from the same Sefer Amaro Sagadol Nabez Biala. So we're on page four. She was very famous and well-known for her righteousness. She knew a lot. She would give shiurim and heal broken hearts. In the Sefer uh, of, of the leaders of Hasidus that were killed by the Nazis, it's told the following Arabanis Perla, Mikoidinov, Haisam in Arishonish Azuli Asedis Vesa Majish Lunashim Legato Vilna. She was one of the first women that established the base Majish for women in the Vilna ghetto. Hayaze Irgun Nashim Dati Begito, Behan Hagas Maras Vega Begal, Alea Shalom Bito Shara Begal, Mitrachim Bord. Shahaisa Mehuna Fegel as the Rebbes. It was started on, this, on the road of the hospital. And it moved to the house of the Lotzka Rebetzin. They started this after the walls of the ghetto closed around the Jews. It had took the teachers from the local base Yaakovs, and this is what they did inside the ghetto. What was the aim? They would daven and they would say Tilim Bitsibur, Shirim Masra Harabanit Perlov, Mikodinov, Baronovich. So the 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 Kaidin of Rebitzin would give Shirim, Virabos Acheros, and many other women as well. Many of these women, they would always carry with them small sitters. So too, with Maras Peril, she would also carry one of these sidurim with them. And on the jacket of the sitter it said, the entire world and everything that is in it was created for us. Mitachat lezeh underneath it, Elech Hashem nafshi esa. Kadosh Baruch Hu, I give my soul over to you. Levasof, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Kishanim Mitzos Vitzivanu Lekadish Shmo. 
v'shem Yisrael b'rabim. Kishetavsu agermani v'sarabanis perlov when they when the Germans finally got to the koydin of Rebetzin, sister the Chalkas Yeshua. So Minastam, she had the sitter with her when she was led out to the forest. And she was killed along with her husband and many other of these Nashim Tzadkanyos. So these are, these are the people, these are the Jews we're talking about. So we'll finish with, um, we'll finish with uh, the Hakdama. We'll finish with the Hakdama of the Rosh Machon Ginze Maris. I mentioned... I mentioned that Biala has a robust publishing house. They're known by the orange pages. That's how you can know it. It's Biala Sefer. And uh, he writes in the front, and they have all these gorgeous fonts. It's like, it's, it's art. It really is art. I, I, don't know, I, I don't know if there's more beautiful svarim out there. But he writes like this. So this is Rav, the Harava Chassin Meir Cheskel Wiener. So this is what he writes. And he's, he's in charge of the publishing house, and I believe his son now is being brought into the Malacha as well. Light of tzaddikim should, should illuminate our path like the light of day. God says, don't fear. Don't fear children of Yaakov Avinu. Don't fear Yaakov Avinu. I will save you from a distance. And we'll return to our land. Return and we'll, nobody will make us afraid, nobody will cause us any stress or distress. And we'll return. And we'll come with the Geula and we'll be drawn back to Eretz HaKodesh. And part of the indication that we're in this time is that many of the Sfarim of the Baal Shem Tov are being continued to be printed. And we're fulfilling that which the Baal Shem Tov says. When is the Mashiach coming? This is how you'll know. When your wellsprings burst forth and the world knows of your Torah and it spreads out. And that's printed in the Chalkas Yeshua. We daven for long life. With divine illumination and health. May God be with us as He is with all of our ancestors, especially in Abiyala Sefer, thinking about how the clarity of how the ancestors go back to the Kadmonim and the understanding of their fathers and, and mothers and, and their family and who they are. May God not desist from us or move away from us and turn our hearts to Him. To follow in all the ways of a Kadosh Baruch and to perform His mitzvahs. Together with our leaders and our rabbis, together with us leading the way. Amen. Amen. Amen.